I'm not I'm not nearly drunk enough to get started on him and his love of puppets. The Scotch on the Rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glen Gow. Any Glen. I'm drums on! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. Alright, so, uh... Yeah, Merry Christmas from us. We are here to do a podcast where uh, hopefully we talk about some of your favorites that have aged uh, gracefully and uh, don't pick on anything that you love and cherish and have watched with your family over the holiday season. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know if we're going to tread carefully or not, but uh, who wants to kick us off first as far as maybe outing themselves with a previous love that hasn't uh, hasn't aged as well as you've become an adult, something from childhood and the, the holiday movie canon. Mm. Yeah, we need, we need some structure to the episode. I figure maybe we'll maybe we can take turns, maybe talking about our favorites, maybe what we consider the, you know, the, the, the classics, the ones that you have to watch every year. And, and maybe we can divulge like our, our least favorites as well. Um. I guess I can start us off if nobody, nobody else is jumping at the bit. Uh, I feel I feel like I'm going to get scolded pretty heavily for mine. So, uh, that's sorry makes me happy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pleased. Well, with I'm just I'm basing this upon um, some earlier earlier recording we did where I got chastised for an opinion, but uh, <laughs> I <laughs> already phrased well. This isn't going to breed any sort of contempt or argument. <laughs> I got chastised for an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um sorry you've been on some twitter <laughs> you're uh, chastised for merely existing josh right, yeah <laughs> well that's true uh so okay I'll, I'll start it off with my my favorite christmas movie and that, that's where i'm gonna get the the lip from you guys is okay. uh national Lampoon's christmas vacation yep. it's my favorite i love it Ugh, that's awful <laughs> it is um to me Classic Americana every Christmas. I mean, Ooh. I can watch it like two or three times. Time to move to Norway for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, 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 why the hatred? Why the hatred from Christmas I, vacation? I, I despise Chevy Chase <clears throat> and more, really, and in particular his face. I despise his face. Um, <laughs> You're has really going to hate that, then. Has this always <laughs> been the case, or has this just been like a development? Over Honestly, I don't think I have too much experience with uh, his comedy, because as a kid, I, I don't know. No, It's like no one in my family said, this guy sucks. So it's like not like I was looking up to my father, who had a very strong opinion on Chevy Chase. I don't remember anyone ever saying anything. I just, from a young age, I felt like, oh, that's not funny. That's like, I don't know, that's ridiculous. And my wife is a huge fan of Christmas Vacation. That was like her, like one oh, of her family. Her. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see how long <laughs> this lasts. But um, <laughs> uh, we tried to. She she was like, "Oh, you've never seen that?" And I was like, "Well, I don't really care for Chevy Chase. Like, you know, any any bits of comedy I've seen him doing, aside from Community, which I liked because he was he was playing like the most reviled character, which maybe that's why I liked him. Um, I I don't know. There's a, a a great deal of mugging that he does for the camera where he's always making these really ridiculous, stupid faces. And I remember 
having similar feelings about Jim Carrey too. Like the first Ace Ventura, I did not care for because I I just found him grating, and I found that style of comedy grating. But Jim Carrey, I came around to pretty quickly. Like I'm a huge fan of Dumb and Dumber, but Chevy Chase. Yeah, not so much. And so when I think I made it halfway through Christmas Vacation, I was like, please turn this off because it's just making me want to hit something. And since it was just me, my wife, and my dog there, that was going to be a pretty (laughs) holiday Yeah. (laughs) Well, let me pose this question to you then. Because, see, for me, it's been one of those movies I have watched since, like, as far back as I can remember. You know, basically since it came out, I guess. And it's just been part of my yearly tradition since. So I probably fell in love with it way before I was a, you know, before I was examining um, movies on a very critical level. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's just a fun Christmas movie that I truly enjoy. That said, I can agree with you about some of the the mugging you you speak of Chevy Chase doing. And to me, that's some of the least funny bits of the movie, but there's a lot of other things that I find hilarious about the film. But that said, do you think that's maybe why it's easy for you to despise it? Because you just didn't grow up with it. And so now you're watching it from very critical, like adult eyes uh, from a decade, you know, that it wasn't made in. Maybe. But I mean, my hatred for Chevy Chase goes way back. I mean, it sounds like it's timeless. He means (laughs) yeah, from the womb, I would have despised (laughs) this man. So I I don't know. I just yeah, I just don't uh, I don't care for him and I don't. I don't know. I I I always say like removing him from the movie. I still find it a little bit maybe too mean spirited uh, for my holiday sensibilities. Hmm. Like I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I I think I put it more in the the category of awkward. You know the way it can be awkward being around family around the holidays and you're kind of forced to try to put on a a face of like oh I love everybody here and. <laughs> I'm so glad that everyone that is here mm-hmm. is here. Uh, and it, it, you know, it kind of plays on some of the, um, just some of the craziness of, of the holidays itself. And I don't know. I mean, it, I'm not, I'm not going to try to claim that it's cinematic masterpiece, but I don't know for Christmas times. It just, I don't know. I find it charming. I, I, I love it. <laughs> charming. My God, Jared, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us? I, you know what? This would be this is a layup for you because no matter what it is, it can't have as punchable of a face as Chevy Chase in the lead. I don't know. I, basically, what I, I just did there was I challenged Jared. Oh, you challenged me. <laughs> if, if Jared loved Office Christmas Party, I mean, you got T.J. Miller, and we know Mike that you love using T.J. Miller. <laughs> I, I probably would have to uh, agree with Josh of having a better Christmas movie bringing to the table if Jared decided to pull a twist here and say, you know what? Uh, a couple weeks later, we Office year. Christmas Party. I, I've <laughs> been rewatching it every day. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, given my uh, liking of dark comedy, I, uh, I went with Bad Santa. Okay. I know it's um, not. A traditional Christmas movie and one that you're probably not going to watch with a lot of your uh, family gathered around. But um, I tell yeah, you it's, what, it's, my uh, my granny loved Bad Santa. <laughs> she thought, that, she thought that, was that, that was right up her alley. Her <laughs> sense of humor, definitely. Um, I you know I just it, it's that whole you know cursing, being mean to each other, like all the things that Christmas isn't supposed to be, um, but you can still call it a Christmas movie. Because in the end, you know, it actually be, you know, 
has to deal with Christmas, but uh, I mean, I think it does have a traditional arc in a way. Like I always really liked uh, <clears throat> the turn with Bad Santa, where like he's he basically just says like, "Why do you need all this shit?" Like I mean, he's playing a thief, <laughs> but he's looking at his mm-hmm. uh, partner and was like, "You know, how much before it's enough?" Which I think is a pretty good message. It may be the only message in Bad Santa. <laughs> Other than no, a, no. a love for, for for big beautiful women and anal sex, <laughs> you're, you're forgetting about the other classic line, which I'm not. I'm paraphrasing it. But he says something along the lines like, "I beat up some twelve year olds today, and I feel good about it. I feel good about myself, or something like that." <laughs> that was a pretty charming line. I have to let me ask Jared a question here because you you kind of set yeah. up like, okay, this is not a considered a traditional Christmas film, which. I would say, Josh, probably when Christmas Vacation came out, it wouldn't have been either. It's just something that, at, basically to both of you, at what age can something become a holiday classic? Like, how long? Because both of those are pretty broad and at times sort of crass comedies. But, yeah, I agree with Jerry. Bad Santa probably wouldn't be seen as a classic just yet. Uh, are, are you asking me? Either one um, of you. Uh, you know, try to stay away from Chevy Chase. You know, keep your <laughs> – manage your words carefully here. I, I- – here's here's where it i mean these are rules i guess i'm just making up in my own my own mind as to when it fits as a christmas movie and when it doesn't but i mean bad santa is very close because obviously it's right there during the christmas season it's based all around him playing as a santa claus in the 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 mall right and uh so and, and obviously the kids you know psyched about christmas and and all that stuff but i still feel like at its core that's not the theme of the story. I mean, it's it's a hilarious comedy, but it's still more about like Billy Bob Thornton's character, who's a terrible dude, uh, kind of finally um, opening up a little bit and warming up to this kid who he's <laughs> loathed <laughs> for most of the movie. So you're um, saying Christmas doesn't really have anything to do with his particular change? You don't think? Right, right. I, I, it's the backdrop of the movie, and it's and it's definitely actively in the forefront, but I just don't feel like it's still not part of the plot. Whereas, um, like something like Christmas Vacation, uh, love or hate it, whatever your all's opinions are, it is still very much like steeped in the fact that it's about Christmas. I mean, that's that's the the point is that you know Chevy Chase's character is trying to throw the best Christmas possible, and you're seeing all the ups and downs that come from it. So, I, I think for me, that's kind of the definition I find of a traditional Christmas movie is that Christmas still needs to kind of be the Vocal. thematic element of, of the film. So it's not the age fashion. of the film; it's not necessarily right, like, like right. how old it is. Yeah, Which, to, yeah, the, yeah. to that point, <clears throat> I can uh, corroborate that a little bit. Elf came out the same year that Bad Santa did, and it is pretty much considered uh, Christmas rotation for everybody. I, uh, I think that's yeah. the one that gets a lot of play on TV. And uh, mm-hmm. I just did an episode uh, of another podcast called Mark Has Played, and we were talking about what's considered a Christmas movie, which for that that podcast we covered Eyes Wide Shut, which uh, <laughs> is one of my favorites. And <laughs> let me tell you, not a lot of people on that podcast thought it was a Christmas movie. I don't know, a bunch of freaks out there that – <laughs> don't, don't attend orgies <laughs> for the holidays. Mm. But um, one of the hosts was asking, and since we're all old at this point, uh, asked his two daughters, you know, what do you, what do you consider now? Because it would be a different viewpoint. As Jared said, I saw bad Santa and elf in the theater and I'm, it's always going to be stuck in my mind. Like, Oh, those are kind of new movies, but they've been a decade mm-hmm. and a half since they came out. Right. Um, and elf is what came up. That was the, that was the two, the movie both, girls i think uh, about 12 or 10 uh said yeah elf we watch elf all the time on tv throughout the holidays so 
that that kind of transitions to to mine, which isn't it's not going to be a curveball at all, but uh, is one that yeah. I've grown to appreciate more. I think, like a lot of people, just seeing it over and over throughout the holidays, which is uh, It's a Wonderful Life, which is uh, mm-hmm. one of my dad's. I remember asking my dad when I was younger, uh, what are some of your favorite movies when I got into movies? And you know, this is a guy that introduced me to The Wild Bunch and Taxi Driver. <laughs> and it, sh- it shocked me when he's like, well, probably It's a Wonderful Life, and, which is, you know, in my view, it was like, that's about as far as ways you can get from Taxi Driver. And so when I watched it, <laughs> I looked at him. And I was like, man, what a dork my old man is. Like, why would you pick that as your favorite movie? Like, <laughs> what a sappy piece of crap that we have here. And I I have to admit, I was kind of a little disappointed. But as I've gotten older, uh, that movie has affected me a lot more. And it's far darker. Like, when I watched it as a kid, I was like, oh, it's just kind of corny. And it's, you know, Frank Capra and everybody feels good at the end. But um, I kind of glossed over the fact that you were watching Jimmy Stewart contemplate suicide for a great portion of that film and man Mm -hmm. because of the you know josh as you were saying maybe not necessarily the holidays but there's definitely that sort of financial aspect of the holiday season where you're just trying to scrape by you're trying to impress you're hoping everybody has the present they want and uh a man who runs a you know small town bank just being pushed to the the brink um i don't know like that i i feel like that's one that with repeated watches which you get with these holiday movies, uh, it holds up even more so. And it gets, I don't know, it gets far more meaningful as you become an adult as opposed to being a kid. Absolutely. I'm in full agreement. That's a, that's a great film. It's definitely one of my go-tos for the, the holiday season. Um, yeah, that's a classic. Now that being said, uh, Pottersville <laughs> pretty much rules in his, in his, his <laughs> when Clarence the Angel shows him how happening and how like gambling and like drinking and like <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> The bad Santa version of that is Jimmy Stewart's being like, this is the way life should be. <laughs> I want to live here. I don't want to kill myself. Change it to this. So let's, oh let's, uh, let's, let's switch to our, sort of our second part of this, which is uh, maybe something we did appreciate when we were younger that uh, has been either crammed down our throats through the holidays or just doesn't, doesn't grab us as much as it did when we were, we were kids. So uh, Josh, you want to, Starts off with that one. Sure, uh, man. I, like I feel like I'm really gonna get ripped apart this uh, this episode. <laughs> Don't say die but, hard. No, no. Well, I mean, <clears throat> you're you're probably agree that you that you don't care much for this movie. Um, for me, I still enjoy it just out of tradition's sake. But uh, I can fully admit that, like, whereas I loved it as a child. Um, it doesn't hold all the same <laughs> charm to me since I've gotten older. That's uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, as a kid, I loved Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, I'm going to jump uh, all over you for sure. Only because you should have switched your pick, sir. You should have said that's the classic. <laughs> and National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation is the one that truly sucks. How dare you? <laughs> no, dare you? I do. I, I, I like <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas, but it's just, you know... Kentucky? I, 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 Are you picking on a fellow Kentuckian here? Oh, I'm not picking on Jim Barney. I, okay. I love I love some Ernest. It's just I'm just being honest that you know it doesn't hold up as much as it did as a child. You know, as a kid, it was a flawless top movie. I could watch Ernest all day long. I'm I cannot claim that that level of uh, admiration for Ernest movies at this age of my life. I still enjoy them and I watch them with my family, but. Uh, they haven't aged as well for me. Now, I will split my answer a little bit and, and say that there is a film out there that 
uh, I have just never been as big into that seems to get a lot of love. Man, I don't dislike it. It just doesn't appeal to me. And that's uh, a Christmas story. Well, you get a lot of that over the holidays, don't you? With the yeah, TBS tradition. Yeah. I I would yeah. say that's a fairly good pick. It's not it's not necessarily my pick because I I did like that one as a kid. But if we're keeping with the idea of something that <laughs> doesn't age as well, I I'm not as I'm not as uh, favorable towards TBS's tradition there because I don't think that's the one that holds up as far as like I need to see those gags so many damn times. Um, it it has its cult following though, man. There's there's people out there that like. They, they swear by that. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of like a Lebowski like thing where like mm-hmm. just every element of it. And you know, not to throw my wife under the bus, she loves that one too. So Christmas Vacation and uh, you know Christmas Story, just keep that in mind, Josh, when you're revisiting Chevy Chase. <laughs> who you're dealing? They are with. not the same. <laughs> a very not twisted mind that I'm married to. But uh, uh, Jared, what about you? Is there one uh, that uh, is just not that you're kind of tired of? see him pop up on i don't know free form or whatever <laughs> whatever place. <laughs> I, i'm j- i only know what free form is because uh as i said the on marcus played uh those young girls mentioned elf like playing relentlessly on that and i was like what is free form oh that's abc family i am yeah. old and dead inside yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're um, correct it plays on there like every day one that came out a while back that um i guess mom you know, it was kid friendly. Mom played it for us all the time. I don't know how many times you guys saw Jingle all the way, but um, it's Arnold. I right? really, yeah, Arnold. I and really Anakin? loved it. Is Anakin in that? Yep. Oh, okay. is that is that little little Jake Anakin? Lloyd? Yeah, yeah. I've not seen it, but yeah, needs his Turbo Man. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> so creepy, Josh. <laughs> for our listeners, <laughs> me and Jared are you know not in bright rooms, but Josh's face you can barely see it is in darkness, and just seeing that mouth move and just seeing the teeth and reflection on the glasses needs mm-hmm. his Turbo Man. Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just it's just all that you know slapstick kitty humor that I. As a child that, uh, you know, you enjoyed, but it just, of course, that's not going to hold up now that we're in our mid thirties. I, uh, I've watched parts of it, you know, through the holiday seasons and it's just, I, Sinbad and Arnold don't have that same chemistry that we were talking about, <laughs> uh, last week with the rock and, uh, just that, Kevin that Hart. Sentence. So <laughs> Sinbad and Arnold just don't have the same chemistry they used to. <laughs> <laughs> It just, um, it's, it's, you know, you go from it being funny as a child to now we're adults and it's like, eh, not really that funny anymore. That's an interesting pick. And I don't know if it's specific to you, Jared, uh, cause you mentioned it being in your home. Cause I never, I watched it a lot because it's just, you know, I, I don't have children, but I can assume with Josh's uh, perspective, sometimes you just put a movie on and get them to shut up. Is that correct? I watch, I watch a lot of stuff that I can't believe I have seen with adult eyes because <laughs> hundreds, hundreds just, of times <laughs> just appeasing the children <laughs> so i assume that's what she was doing and you know as, as children it was good enough but uh yeah i ugh. my my negative pick is slightly jumping off that point was something that it may be a little bit of a cheat because i wasn't like that enthused when i watched it uh i believe josh you and i went to see it we were in high school when it came out we made a point like <laughs> to get out of school and go catch like the first showing we could and in hindsight it it looks 
ridiculous and maybe a little creepy that two teenage dudes were, you know, busting ass to get there. But uh, Ron Howard's uh, Grinch movie with Jim Carrey, the mm-hmm. live action adaptation. Now that's that's one of my favorite. Like from a kid, there's a lot of those cartoons that uh, I guess I could pick on or holiday specials. But I always love the Grinch. You know, I love the the way it's drawn. I love the voiceover. Mm-hmm. I love the design of the character. And yeah, I mean it, it's fun. It's funny. So you put Jim Carrey, as I said, initially wasn't that big a fan, but he grew on me uh, in this big budget live action version. You have the creepy makeup. Uh, it made me <laughs> that movie like was just kind of so off. It made me question, do I like the Grinch? What is Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing it now, like in like, you know, <laughs> in human form. And I'm like, hey, this, I don't know, man, this story. And I don't know if it's just because <laughs> you stretch it out or you, as I said, you put real actors playing the characters where everything is just a little off, but it was, it was almost like watching a, uh, <laughs> like a Rob Zombie type movie or something. <laughs> House of a thousand Grinches. So as I said, I'm cheating a little bit because this is not one that I've I've even like. I just remember that was my initial response. Like, oh, this maybe this is just not something that should have been should have been done. So I don't know, Josh. Do you have that? Do you share that memory? I don't. I don't remember if we were both. Uh, if I, you were shaking think, like me coming out of. No. I'll say this. Um, I do remember there being some laughs from Jim Carrey himself because. Uh, a lot of most of his scenes are solo, you know, and I, I remember thinking a lot of that was in the vein of the cartoon. But what the live action movie does differently from the cartoon is that it spends a lot of time developing the, the Whoville and all those characters. And that was just like silly nonsense. I could care less. Uh, it, it That's where they really kiddied it up, I guess, if you will. And uh so yeah, that part is pretty disappointing. So yeah, it, that's not really a movie I, I revisit. Um, I'll probably watch it though because I have kids. So uh, I'll try to I'm enjoy. Time for Daddy to scare you to sleep. <laughs> As I said, dear listeners, a man shrouded in darkness right now. I'll probably watch time it because I have kids. <laughs> So what uh you know the Grinch that's one I think they're I think they're actually doing a full feature link animation that comes out next year. I don't know which company it is if it's the, the one that does like the minions or whatever. Uh Josh yeah, but unfortunately it's supposed to be like a prequel of how he became the Grinch. What? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't just a a reanimation of the classic story. This is like little boy Grinch before he was the quote unquote Grinch. <laughs> little boy Grinch. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't think we I don't know I feel like some of these stories especially like in the holiday season uh, they're so traditional as far as you know becoming better people do we need to do we need the uh, the prequel version do we need the Jake Lloyd version of the Grinch where we see him <laughs> as the the immaculate Grinch <laughs> conception who's <Racing>, full <laughs> of mini speeders in yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't I don't think that's a story we need uh, I I think that's a bad idea. Josh, with kids, can you tell us what what's going to be the next uh, Christmas classic that none of us uh, cranky old men yeah. understand? What's clue us in? Yeah, mm, let's see. You know what? I can't say that there's been anything too new that I feel like uh, is going to be that um, something that was still probably a little bit after our time, and I feel like it has kind of taken on a, a pretty traditional place. Is the the Polar Express? I never really huh. sat down and watched. Yeah, I've never I just really remember it as a failure. Like it was just like a box office failure, and I don't. That was it. Yeah, I, I think 
I think as a box office top thing, it definitely was. But in terms of, it was a beloved children's book, if I'm not mistaken. You know, children's uh, children's stories. So I, I think in those regards, it is a good movie. Uh, I've only seen it once, so I can't speak all that highly about it necessarily, but I don't remember it being a bad film. Give them a um, hundred more times with the kids. Oh yes. I'll You'll learn to. Once I it. start reciting it to you, uh, we'll, we'll decide how good it is. But, uh, it does seem to be pretty traditional. You know, that, that, uh, a lot of, uh, people younger than us, it's kind of part of their, their routine. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say there's really been a whole lot, especially aimed at, you know, children level. Uh, that has been that new in terms of Christmas. Do your kids watch Elf? Do you uh, watch that? Oh yeah, there? yeah, yeah. I mean, Elf is a is a is a must. Um, but really, like in my household, even with having kids, I'd say when it comes to the Christmas stuff, it's it's mostly uh, traditional. And uh, maybe that's a good thing to kind of bring up now is just okay, we we've, we've got our best and worst out of the way. Just watch some of the staples that you know. Even though it may not be your very favorite, you know that that you watch every year. And I'll say for me, um, a personal favorite of mine, and I don't really know where it falls on the barometer for everybody else is uh, Scrooged, Bill Murray, uh, directed by Richard Donner. I, I also think that's one of my pro- dad's favorites. Right there, <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I mean it's it's a great version of uh, Charles Dickens. Um, uh, Christmas Carol, uh, it, it's it's humorous, but it's you know it's very dark, and it's uh, uh, even by the end of it, it's it's very uh, I don't know if I would say emotional, but it's uplift. I mean, it's very uh, uplifting. You know, you get you get into the Christmas spirit with it and everything, and uh, Bill Murray's great in it. And I prefer the I felt- Muppets Christmas Carol myself. <laughs> M- Muppets is a good choice. I'm not entirely joking there. I, I like that one as far as uh, yeah. like a family Christmas movie. I like a Muppets. Mm-hmm. It's probably my favorite Muppets movie, I guess. I know uh, that would Jared is a huge fan of Jason Segel and his his love of Muppets and puppets. Jesus, but... <laughs> don't get me started, dude. <laughs> God bless. It's hard for me to call somebody that is incredibly successful and uh rich a moron but <laughs> like it there you did but hey, here Jared, but here i go but i'm going to gen- just with a gentle nudge Jared, we'll, we'll drop that hey. that moron insult i'm not i'm not nearly drunk enough to get started on him and his <laughs> love of puppets we'll, we'll save that for another episode <laughs> i just realized that's why i'm gonna cut to open the show right before the music plays <laughs> <laughs> so jared what's uh What's one that's uh, maybe not the best, uh, certainly, hopefully not the worst. Hopefully you're not suge- subjecting yourself to it. What's one that you just always mm. throw on during the Christmas I always, season? I always watch in the Christmas season. I, also, this is another uh, non-traditional Christmas movie that just happens to be Christmas in the background. But uh, Go. I always good watch pick. Go around Very the uh, Christmas season. Um, just because, you know, almost for nostalgia purposes because I remember us being really young and, you know, piling in to go watch that. And it's kind of, uh, I remember, you know, do you remember what we back were doing youth. that day? We were camping out for star Wars episode one, wasn't it? Phantom Menace. And we got our tickets and realized we were going to have, uh, we had like basically a two hour window for, uh, I can't remember whose parents were going to pick us up. And so mm-hmm. we'd, 
I think we were the only people at the theater actually going to the movies. Everyone that was in yeah, line. Yeah, we actually bought a ticket after we stood in line. Yeah. I'm sure they looked just like we were crazy, but. Yeah, I remember there was like six of us went and saw Go. That's a, that is a, that's a good pick. I, it's one that's kind of diehard-ish in that way. Yeah, it's, it's set on Christmas, you know, but it's, you know, they go to Vegas and there's drug deals yeah. and rave. You know, just a Jared holiday Typical tradition. Jared Christmas, yeah. <laughs> Does it hold up? Oh, yeah, definitely. The actual movie part is a little bit dated, but I mean, you're always going to have, um, you know, you're always going to have, you know, like heists and chases and stuff in movies. So that, that always holds up. I would imagine that's um, one that's not bad to be steeped in nostalgia because it's about, it's about young people at a very particular point in their lives. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's obviously the clothing, the music, as I said, the rave, it's going to be slightly dated, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like Pulp Fiction Jr., basically yeah, as far as like quality i'd say that it's you know it stay it, it holds up but yeah the it's a bit dated and with the references and of course it's going to be it was made what 20 years ago so you're old um, <laughs> i'm not gonna be nearly as cool as jared or or josh yeah. even with scrooged uh actually this is less cool than a muppet's christmas carol but uh <laughs> i'll tell you two they get thrown on um one of I'm my next pick but one of one of which is one that I've grown very tired of that I liked initially uh, that probably people, if there are anybody listening, uh, are wondering why it's not come up, which is Love Actually. My wife and my sister and even I think my mom all at some point during the holiday season will just like, oh, let's put on Love Actually. And uh, yeah, I don't think Love Actually was ever a movie that I was meant to see upwards of 80 to a hundred times. Like there's, there's definitely, <laughs> there's elements of it. I like, and I find cute and charming, but I'm going to surprise you here. Here's one that my wife, uh, I didn't actually watch until we got together. That, uh, is one that I would never admit to her. And since she doesn't listen to any of my podcasts, uh, she'll never know, uh, that I actually like when she says, let's throw it on. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll let you put it on honey, which is, uh, it stars our good friend, Jared Dotson, the, uh, the matinee idol version, Jude law, Cameron Diaz, <laughs> Kate Winslet, and Jack Black in The Holiday, which is a Nancy mm. Myers rom-com. Uh, and I have to say, if I'm going with Christmas rom-com, I much prefer that to Love Actually. Uh, so that's, mm. that's one that I actually I do enjoy. I like. So, And uh, I wouldn't expect many people to understand. That's all right. <laughs> no, this is a safe said, place. Loving environment you, over Skype. <laughs> when you said two movies, that is not what I thought you were going to say. Because, uh, no, those those. I'm not knocking those, uh, but I can't say those are those are not part of my Christmas traditions. But what I thought you was going to say, and it's what I was going to say, is uh, the Home Alone movies, Home Alone one and two. Uh, one one is definitely uh, in rotation for me, but I have to say two that happens on a sporadic, like <laughs> almost like curiosity, like every five years, like hey, let's we watched Home Alone, we enjoyed it, let's go to let's go to New York, and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's why I don't have it in the rotation, and I have to say I've never seen three. So, yeah, I would agree with you. One. One I watch every year. One is definitely superior, but uh, – and again, I'm probably just tapping into childhood-level uh, thinking, but I always have got my chuckles from the second one as well. Uh, as a film, it's got a lot of – you know, the plot's forced. The fact that those characters would all confront each other again is kind of silly, but uh, I felt like the, the, the payoff scenes, the, the traps and the – Hurting the bad guys stuff um, was just as funny as the first go around. So I always enjoy that part of it. Josh just wants pain 
brought to those. I tell you what, they are the two unluckiest sons of bitches on the planet. <laughs> so yeah, first off, to get beat up <laughs> to within an inch of their lives in one event with them trying to be home invaders. And then just to happen to, you happen to run into this little vigilante in the streets of New York again, challenge him to a fight <laughs> and get your ass kicked again. <laughs> I, I always appreciated the, uh, the first of the, you know, the, the trap sequence at the end of the, the movie of the second one when he's hurling bricks off the rooftop because every time you think, okay, well, this one's finally going to hit Joe Pesci and it just keeps hitting Daniel Stern. And, uh, I don't know. For me, the, it 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 tickled me. I I, I laughed uh, hysterically at him. But then, like, it with those movies does come a certain darkness when you get older because it's all like Looney Tunes violence when you're a little kid. When you get older, you're like, mm, you get hit in the head with a brick. You feel it probably once. You feel the aches you know, and pains. Well, you're probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, especially more than once. And uh, you realize, like, man. Uh, There'd be no coming back from some of those. Injuries. That just shows you how determined the uh, was it like the wet bandits, wet bandits. Mm. What are they? The sticky what? bandits next, the right? Sticky bandits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how determined they were to get fuck. I don't know the kids' baseball collection or a TV. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you've already robbed the entire neighborhood. What <laughs> what is worth this amount of pain and torture? I don't know. Um, yeah, I would say, Josh, that that kind of – I debated between that and It's a Wonderful Life for the same reasons, but I went a little bit more positive because yeah, Home Alone now as an older man I uh, I look at and I wince, whereas as a kid I, I enjoyed these, these grown adults getting set on fire and falling down right, steps. A right. um, little bit darker now, a little bit darker. Yeah. Not quite as yeah. funny as an adult, no. Uh, unless you're evil like Josh and you're a Chevy Chase fan and you just like pain <laughs> and darkness brought on the world. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> uh, but hey, hey! I just want to say, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Cinema. Hope that you had a great holiday and we could contribute in some small way. Like I don't know, maybe you just needed a small discussion, a trip down memory lane on the cinematic classic Jingle All the Way. You can thank Jared for that. We would be greatly appreciative. We would thank you. If you would subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, should be on your pod player of choice, or you can go to followingfilms.com where you will find some other great podcasts, some of which I host, like the aforementioned Mark as Played, which is a movie podcast on movie podcasts. So if you're into that sort of thing and if you're listening to this, you should should be in a movie podcast. We recommend two other great shows every episode uh, that pertain to whatever film we're discussing. So check that out, in particular the Eyes Wide Shut Christmas episode. And you can follow that show on social media at Mark as Played on Twitter. As for Sober Cinema, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sober Cinema. So hopefully you stick around for the next episode, which also strangely has a winter theme as Josh uh, reveals his love of the great sports featured on the Winter Olympics. Didn't have any notes prepared for that. But I was prepared to discuss Central Intelligence and The Last King, two films that came out 18 months ago about, uh, well, they're buddy movies about two guys hitting the road and getting into a lot of fights. So Christmas is officially over here, but we are giving you the gift of a movie starring The Rock that we talked about for about a half hour. So maybe Christmas continues after all. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays.
Ninja Turbo Man. <laughs>